1: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
2: And that's going to get us, Carl, into our game winner tonight, a little bit later. Yeah. What is your favorite side dish at a
3: steakhouse? Uh, I will say this. Bo looked at, he looked sideways because our guest, Matt Lombardo, said he's a aficionado with mac and cheese. And Bo was like, oh, no. That is, that is my area of expertise. I will say this. Everybody's mac and cheese game has gone up. Like, some of the places that I, I've gone to, right. it's like, the, you know, everybody's doing something different with the mac but and cheese. But truffle oil is a game changer. Truffle oh, oil great. in the mac and cheese. Just, just, a, just a little,
2: a couple of teaspoons, and not a little squirts, and, a, and you're good to go. Lobster mac and cheese is
3: my go-to. I love a good lobster mac. Can't go wrong. But yum, what, yum. what were you going to add to this? Because uh, you felt like uh, he was speaking to you.
4: Well, I don't know. I, I just when I hear that, I'm like, okay, tough guy. I mean, I, I get mac and cheese pretty much everywhere I go. I'm like a seven year old, especially like in the in the press any press box we go to. If they have mac and cheese, I try it. Any bar, any barbecue restaurant, if they have mac and cheese, I try it. I always get, I get mac and cheese. I I don't know why the bell went off, but I think it's one of your go tos. What food? Mac and cheese?
2: Yeah.
3: No, you being in a press box. Huh?
4: <laughs> no, oh, sorry, Chris. It was a cliche bell, a cliche bell for both being in the press box. Well. I don't know if you know this, but on Sundays in the fall, it's kind of my office yeah. because I do right. produce a radio broadcast, so I kind of have to. Thank no, but you I Chris. mean,
2: just even by virtue of doing your job, Chris does. You know, in tone that it does sound a bit elitist when you say you're in the press box at the average Joe in his car,
4: right? Doesn't now. sound elitist. It's my job. If that guy said, <laughs> "Well, yeah," if, if the guy in his car talked about his office, I wouldn't think he's an elitist because he's talking about his office. It's yeah. my job,
2: but he doesn't get truffle oil mac and cheese at his office.
4: Well, you don't get <laughs> truffle mac and cheese at MBS Stadium either. Now it's pretty damn good. They have some of the. By the way, do they really? We have. Some some of the best mac and cheese at this stadium in the league. Yeah. yeah. I've never been in the press box yeah. at MBS. I've
3: never had the oh, mac yeah. and cheese. Well, no, 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 no. I know they serve it in some of the club areas, but I've right. just, just never had it. It's probably the it. same.
4: It's probably, I mean, it's oh, the same. Yeah. That's good stuff. Yeah. But it's, yeah. They, they And by the way, no matter, me and Arch talk about this all the time, no matter what meal they have, no matter what meat, what combo, they always have the mac and cheese. All right. So, so I got to give Brett Jukes and Jason Kirksey and all those guys credit. They always have my mac and cheese. They always had the soft-serve ice cream. All right.
3: Well, that so that will be tonight's game winner. That's coming your way in about 35 minutes. You want to uh, pick up those names you dropped, too, by the way?
4: <laughs> <laughs> I'm giving – hey, by the way, I'm giving people that do Name all drop. of us favors uh, some, some shout-out. Is there someone you want to shout-out, Turtle? Go ahead. The, the floor is yours, sir. Give a shout-out.
3: Oh, I'm good. I'm just looking after
2: you. Oh, you don't have anybody to
4: shout out. I see. <laughs> uh, the tensions ratcheted up behind the glass here as we're
3: coming to the final hour of the program. Uh, sides, right? That's going to be
4: the yeah, good side. Mean, sides,
2: or you, want to just, or you want to say we can even expand it to your favorite mac and cheese in Metro Atlanta? Okay. Right? Well, I love it. Because everyone's got a theory no, on that.
3: Everybody's doing it. Mary good stuff. Tea Room,
2: there's a bunch. Well, I think yeah.
3: that's who, was, who was allu- he was alluding yeah. to. But I, I don't know yeah. who, if he would knew right. the name of it. He was like, right. a soul food right. restaurant yes. in Atlanta? There's only 1,500. (laughs) Hey, man, let's talk about what happened today. Uh, Hawks add a piece. They are in action tonight against the Suns. You can listen right here on Sports Radio 92.9, the game. 7 o'clock pregame, by the way. Suns. And then we get the Spurs Saturday night. Dub Spurs, this is complete rebuild. And then... You get the Hornets. Now you got to go to the Hornets on Monday. My point is, Mike, we could run off three yeah. in a row here. And they kicked our butts last time. It was I know. embarrassing. I know. It's like, so we got work to do. But here's the deal: Sadiq Bey comes in, um, six seven, wing versatile. Can he can shoot, he can play D. He adds some depth to this roster. Now, I don't know how Nate's going to use him. I don't know how much, how many minutes he's actually going to get here as we get things going. But Mike, you got to figure this out. You got 27 games before we roll into the playoffs. Right. You got to figure this out. Look, and if this guy comes in and gives you
2: a boost, you know, because sometimes I know in baseball, like we talked to everybody from Chipper to Dansby, when you make a trade mid-season, it picks people up. Now it's different because of trade deadline. Yes, maybe you, you were never expecting Kevin Durant to walk through that door, but this guy can contribute, and you got two years of salary control on this guy. So let's see what he can do. And then Carl and I were saying off. The the air it's kind of like what we like deandre hunter coming from the uva experience right with tony bennett and mm. winning a championship but here's a guy who's coming from the jay Wright school which those guys generally come out of the box pretty ready to rock and roll Talk about villanova wildcats
3: yeah um they did a salary dump today basically justin holiday frank kaminsky traded to the rockets we get back garrison matthews bruno fernando that was the other deal it's a cost-cutting measure we only mentioning it because you're gonna say well what else did they do that was it making room but but is it enough? Is it enough to push us over the top? Is it enough to get us in a top four seed? And when I say over the top, I'm talking about top four seed. That's where you want to be. Yeah. yeah. Mike, if we get into the top four, I will have a newfound confidence for this mm. team about maybe what they might be able to do in the mm. playoffs. But I just think we're asking a lot. I don't want I don't want to fool myself.
2: Well, I mean, there were certain teams which are better than us that added the complimentary piece. Like Jay Crowder goes to Brooklyn in the trade for Durant, and then the Nets turn around and trade him to the Bucks. And the Bucs, remember, was it P.J. Tucker I mentioned yep. a couple of years? It was two years ago. They've always had that kind of good off-the-bench toughness. But that wasn't really what we needed necessarily, and I'm not sure what the ask was. But he goes there, and the Bucs are there. They're battling for the Boston. That's, that's a perfect fit for them. Boston's up here, and I get it. But all we've been saying, guys – is when these guys play to their maximum potential, and I know Gallinari was here, but when we went to the Eastern Conference Finals, the same core group is here now adding DeJounte Murray Mm -hmm. and adding Sadiq Bey. So if you guys can just play like you're supposed to, not tap out every other night, Trey, and then also, Carl, you know, get Collins involved. You and I were just talking to the listeners on Twitch. (laughs) Collins, it's like one night when he goes to like 22, sometimes it's picking up the garbage. And then
3: some nights he goes for five or six, and it's like they forget about the pick and roll. Oh, I know. So is that on Nate or is that on the point guards? Well, this is, this is back to, to Miss D's comments about, you know, trying to get the, the chemistry back together. Listen, the team has changed. When John and Trey were doing all the things that they were doing and kind of leading the way, I, I think, Mike, this is where people say, hey, Dukes, relax. Hunter's not going to get as many shots with DeJounte on the squad. Okay. Mm-hmm. But he should probably be the third leading shot taker on the team. I don't think that should take away from his production. Right. So I'm fine with that. If you're going to tell me that, you know, it's Trey who's going to lead the way, DJ is going to have the second most amount of shots just on any given night, Mike, and Hunter's going to be that third guy, I-, I need him to do more there. Right. And then John and Capella, defense, loose balls, all the other things we talk about. But, Mike, I don't know under the way that this team's constructed now mm. if John's going to be a 22-10 and 10 guy every night. Yeah. I just don't know if that's going to yeah, happen. I mean, it's certainly not. He's not worth $25 million right now. But, hey. Numbers have gone down.
2: Yeah. and But you knew that when DeJounte Murray was going to take some of the scoring. You and I were joking around. Now I know why he got the GNC trip and why he got suspended that time. If you take Dwight Howard's shoulders and stick him on this dude, we'd have the ultimate weapon. He still gets, you know, pushed around at times. Either way, do your job. Let's get locked into the sixth seed. And we'll take it from there. And then you see what you can do.
3: All right. Want to hear from you guys. Uh, find us on social media, by the way. We appreciate all the compliments uh, and all the things that are going on today with us uh, at Dukes and Bell as we were voted one of the top shows in the country again. So thank you guys for all the love, man. Without you, there would be no us. Follow Mike Bell at Mike Bell A-T-L. I mean, put them up. See Dukes and this radio show, Dukes and Bell 929. Follow this radio station, 929 The Game. Stay up on everything that's going on. Like these trades, man. It's been crazy today, and we're going to run down some of these here, uh, some of these other trades and talk about them. But we're also on Facebook and Instagram and across all other social media platforms. We've got tickets for you to go check out Atlanta United coming up between now and 7 o'clock. So make sure you stay tuned for that. We're giving you a chance to win tickets to the American Family Insurance Cup. That's going to happen February 15th. And, Mike, we got to mention tomorrow, it's a party. It's a party. It's a party. Hooters, join us. We're going to be at the uh, Mall of
2: Georgia. We own that place. We were there for what, three weeks? We did basically. It was did, home. Like, yeah, we did about like 16 shows at the Hooters, at the Mall of Georgia. We were doing Falcons camp and they were just like sashing down there and having a good time. So join us, guys, at the Taj Mahooters. There's some really good uh, box seats. Get there early and see where the broadcast position is and join us for shenanigans fun on their way home up on the north side of town. Hopefully, Uncle Steve will come and see us, all our buddies. Got a good crew there uh, during the summer.
3: See you again. Yeah, we do. Kevin Durant traded to the Nets. Suns get Kevin Durant. It makes them the front-runner, guys, for an NBA championship. It does. Over LeBron, I think over the the Warriors, all these other teams. Um, The other trade I talked about, Mike, we said, you know, uh, Eric Gordon going to the Clippers. Mm -hmm. I I think that's a nice pickup for them. Uh, The Warriors send out the, the number two, former number two overall pick in James Wiseman. He goes to Detroit, which opened up this trade for us with Sadiq Bey. Uh The Lakers got Mobamba. We didn't mention that last hour, but that that helps them with size. I think the Lakers are better. I just don't know how much better they are. Uh, Matei uh, he goes. The Blazers land him from the 76ers. Uh, the Philly 76ers get Charlotte's Jalen McDaniels in a three team deal. There's just a lot of moving parts for all of these places. You mentioned uh, the Knicks with Josh Hart from the Blazers. Uh, and of course, Kyrie—that was what started all of this this week with the, the trade to the Mavericks. But who really improved? And and it's easy to just say a healthy Kevin Durant with Chris Paul and Devin Booker. Come on, right? I mean, the uh, the Magic—you you had enough three-point shooting.
2: Uh, it's an amazing backcourt, though, to have Luca and to see. And by the way, some of the things that you not we had so much stuff going on today, we didn't even get a chance to mention what uh, Kyrie Irving was talking about, about you know, how he was the victim in Brooklyn oh. and underappreciated. It was like, are you out of your freaking mind? Jeez. Anyway, but yeah, Suns, Mavs, and then the Lakers. Can the Lakers make a run? Because D'Angelo Russell, they wanted him getting him back. I'm with you, bro. I'd love to see. Look, LeBron, you, you want to see a guy who we just hit the all-time
3: scoring record in the postseason sure. this year. The NBA sure. would
2: die to see that happen.
3: Well, I think they might have a shot, Mike. They've added some shooting. We'll see how quick they come together. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, Westbrook ends up in Utah. And we said there are going to be a couple of buyouts. Like, for example, you know, John Wall ends up back in Houston. (laughs) It's part of a deal today. They're going to buy him out, right? He's not going to be there. Mm -mm. Um, There's a chance that Westbrook gets bought out. It hasn't happened yet, but – Going to Utah is something that uh people he never were told. wanted because he was going back and forth with those Utah fans. Well, people were telling me today that he just didn't he didn't want to be there. So you know I don't know how much exactly is old on his contract, but we'll see how that shakes out. So some of these guys, Patrick Beverly in Orlando, yeah. Mike, he may not stay there. He, he may be bought out. We're going to see yeah. some of these guys end up where they want to be right. because they've been bought. Well,
2: out. What is Patrick Beverly? He's like he's like LeBron's hype man. He's like a thirty-four year old, like you know,
3: at this stage I, of his career. I love the guy. He's goofy. He's as hell. always gotten yeah. on my nerves, but he's a pest. Yeah, he's that guy. He's a pest, and 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 he he does play D, even though it feels like it's dirty, right? right. It feels like hey, he can't do that. He can't poke a guy and push a guy like that, but. He gets the job done. Uh, like Portis, like Bobby Portis. Exactly. Big, so, tough, fake, tough guy. Yeah. Great, crazy eyes. <laughs> it's a party. Hey, let's give you a chance to win some tickets right now. 404-741-0929, American Family Insurance Cup. Caller 5, you're going to win tickets to go see Atlanta United play on February 15th. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. All right, we're coming back. When we do, you're going to get a chance to hear from our defensive coordinator, Ryan Nielsen. He came on the Midday Show with Andy and Randy and talked about all things Falcons and our defense. Stay right there. Cash offers for as-is-homes. Don't waste your time with repairs. Call 678-902-2000. Sprinkling sprinkling in a lot of things today. Uh, A lot of NBA, Mike and I were just saying, our team did something. Um, There was a lot of unusual movement today in the NBA, and, and it's kind of been our focus. We will certainly focus on Super Bowl 57 tomorrow more NFL conversation as we get ready for this weekend. But we've been talking a lot, Mike, about our defensive coordinator, and you're going to hear Ryan Nielsen here coming up.
2: And by the way, just one Saints uh, nugget. Uh, They did have a second conversation apparently with Derek Carr. Uh, Derek Carr is spotted at uh, Saints facility two days in a row. They've given him permission the Raiders have for him to shop a deal. So let's see what happens. We may see him in our division.
3: Yeah, I, I I would prefer not to. Me too. But only because he's going to be playing with a chip on his shoulder. Mm-hmm. He's going to come in and try to prove things. And he's he's been with this coach in Dennis Allen. We said it back when uh, with the Raiders. The team wasn't good, but they have a relationship. Let's hear from our new defensive coordinator. He was on with Andy and Randy, Ryan Nielsen. Uh, the first thing they asked him was, how are you adjusting to your new role?
5: Uh, it's been really good. Uh, coaching staff has been very welcoming. Um, got the chance to meet a bunch of these guys in Vegas uh, last week. So that was good. Good introductory. Um, hung out with them for a little bit. And then, uh, you know, it's been really good, you know, getting with the personnel, the players have been around a little bit, talking to them in the building on the phone, um, you know, getting the playbook together. You know, we've got a lot of good coaches here. So just kind of putting a, a collaborative effort on on what we're doing in, in terms of what defense you guys are going to see on Sunday. Um, and then uh, the free agency is right around the corner, so uh, knocking that out as well.
6: Coach, when you got here, because obviously you played against, you coached against this team, this Falcons team, and everything last few years. When you got this job, because everybody, you know, on, on outside Falcons need this, Falcons need that. What when you saw this roster, this defensive roster that you were inheriting, and also like you said, you're going to get free agents and draft picks. What was your initial thought when you saw this? Is what I got? I got Grady. I got this guy. I got I got this guy.
5: Well you know, the first thing, and one of the things that was attractive coming here is, is the style of play. Mm-hmm. You know, you, yeah, you saw a football team that played hard, they played tough, they played physical, um, you know, that situational awareness was very good. You know, coach Smith's done a great job of, of building the culture and the foundation. And, um, you know, so that, that was really the attractive thing. One of, one of the attractive things of coming here. And so, um, you know, getting to know, we, we have some good players. Uh, we're hoping to add some more to it, you know? And so, um, you know, but we're always looking to improve the roster, improve positions, you know, with acquisition and also development, you know, so those two ways uh, to improve what we have uh, player wise. And so going forward in the future, that's, that's what you guys gonna see.
1: How much a part of that process? I mean, it's already underway, right? These guys know they're going to have some money to spend this off season. They maybe have an idea of who they want to target. And then and then you come into the building. How much a part of that conversation have you been?
5: Um, You know, we're just starting, um, you know, getting back from Vegas. So getting started on the free agent process, um, yes, it is right around the corner. I feel we have a good handle on where we're at defensively. Um, You know, a lot of these coaches and myself have been in the league for a number of years and have, you know, some relationships and know some of the players that are on the market. You know, so that also helps. Mm -hmm. You know, so I feel like, you know, that, that kind of speeds up the process um in terms of you know we're targeting this guy tar- targeting that guy so but it really overall feel really good where we're at with it
6: well you're a defensive coach and I know that obviously I need all these guys coach Arthur I know you got the offense set. give me this 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 and this what right now if you're looking at it right now and saying uh coach Nielsen that we need to get, we need to pretty much allocate this pick this amount of money to a position on your defense
5: well, if I told you that, <laughs> then other teams may hear that, and it, we, it is a pretty popular targeting. show. So coach, I'm going to around that question okay. very delicately. <laughs> okay, all right. Um, look, it's 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 about building um, the best defense that we possibly can with allocating um, resources to bringing in players, but also the development is is really huge. Um, it's really a big part of everything. You know, even though we bring a player in. We still want to help that player achieve his max potential, and that's that's through the development process. And so, um, but we're always looking to improve every position. Let's take Grady; like we just want to help him just get a little bit better every day and to reach his max potential. I still think there's more in that player, yeah. you know. And, and that'll be the same thing in free agency. Yes, we'll target some guys, we'll bring some guys in, but it's also the development part. Of
1: Falcons defensive coordinator Ryan Nielsen joining us here on the midday show with Andy and Randy. I was I was reading some uh, quotes from guys that played for you. Carl Granderson said uh, his coaching style is quote hardcore. Oh, what does he mean? What's he What's he talking about when he uses that word?
5: Well, I think he's referring to between the lines. Um, you know, it's it's business. It's it's having, but it's also having fun too. You know, um, you know, it's it's about being detailed and demanding. Um, and, and the players, uh, appreciate that particularly when you have a relationship with, with them. And, you know, that's where it all starts. The foundation is the relationship, you know, players don't care how much, you know, until they know how much you care. And that's really important, you know, and, and to me, um, I appreciate Carl saying that and Carl can say that because we did have a very good, we do have a very good relationship. And, um, it's, it's a goal of mine to, to know, um, you know, our players, have a relationship with our players that, you know, that that's really the fun. When, when you have a relationship with a, with a player and he has success, you just feel happy mm. and elated for him. Um, you know, and, and so that's what it is. And, and so when we do get between the lines, you know, just don't take it personal. It's yeah. about helping them be their best. You know, sometimes there's some tough coaching. Sometimes there's a lot of love that goes around, you know, in that process too. And so I think that's a uh, accumulation of a, of a number of things.
6: Coach, I don't want to get into scheming all that thing because I mean the, the league is in in nickel what with seventy percent of the time. So you're going to have different uh, different personnel groups and all those different things. But we got sack envy here on this show, Coach, and 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 you did, had a, had a defensive line that were one of the tops in the league since you've been there. How do we get this sack envy away from the midday show here, Coach? I mean, we we, we need you, Coach. We got to hit the quarterback coach. on the ground. We coach. Him. We'll get them on the ground, fellas. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get them on the ground. Thank you. That's all I, I appreciate that, coach. But as you go forward with as Short the, sweet, <laughs> as we go forward with this offseason coach and everything like that, you got the senior you just had the senior bowl, got the combine and everything coming up right now. Are there anything like position specific uh people that you're looking for uh during this process?
5: Yeah, you guys want all the answers.
6: Yeah, we just you know
0: <laughs> you know, there's
5: some other teams in our division that are gonna listen to this and go, All right, I know who they're targeting. But uh no, look. I think ultimately it's, it's the best players. You know, you, you always want to bring in the, the, you know, the most talented, you know, the best players. I mean, that's that's a goal for everybody. And so, um, again, you know, we're going to look at every position because, you know, that's our job. We owe it to the, the players on the roster. We owe it to the, the fans. We owe it to, you know, the organization, uh, Mr. Blank, to bring in, you know, the best players that we possibly can to improve the football team. You know, and, and that also goes with the players here, you know, is, is, is help them be their best. You know, so, you know, it's just a combination of a couple of things.
1: Uh, Falcons defensive coordinator Ryan Nielsen joining us here on the midday show with Andy and Randy, new defensive coordinator for the team. And uh, coach sort of in getting ready to talk to you, looked at some of the places you've been, and just like anybody who makes it to becoming a defensive coordinator in the NFL. Obviously, you've traveled a path. You've worked with a lot of different folks. I noticed that your your final year playing at USC was Pete Carroll's first year coaching, and then you coached for the staff the next year too. What was that like when he took over there and being a part of of that change? What was that like for you as a player, and then also as being a part of that staff?
5: Yeah, you know that was that was a bunch of ups ups and downs at that at that time. Um, going through it, it wasn't as fun as as uh, <laughs> I had hoped. Right. Uh, but it, but in the end, it re- it was really beneficial uh, to me. Um, becoming a football coach um, in terms of, you know, I went there, John Robinson. um, That was my freshman year. And then he got let go and Paul Hackett came in. And he was there for three years. And then Pete Carroll comes in the last year. And so, you know, going through three coaching staffs and all the the changes and the different coaches there, uh, you know, having some relationships with so many different guys and different coaches, you know, I look back and it's actually probably one of the best things that could have happened. And so when coach Carroll came in and the style and uh, the energy and, and the things that he brought uh, to the program um, and then coaching for him. So, so played, you know, one year for him. And then, I, you know, I volunteered. that's where I started. I volunteered mm-hmm. for him right. um, and look, learned kind of the other side, you know, the player and the coach. And so it was a great learning experience, it took a bunch uh, of things, his, some of his philosophies, you know, how he thought about, you know, practice and, and meetings and, you know, player acquisition there, there's so much that, you know, at a young age, I really didn't know how valuable it was until later in my career.
6: Coach, uh, we asked Terry Fontenot, this is the same thing when he came here, asking you, how are you in the family adjusting having to get rid of all your Saints gear, getting them in Falcons gear? What did the babies think about the new gear and the new team that, you, that dad is coaching at?
5: Yeah. It's funny you said, you said that because I just got another picture this morning. My son uh, slept in the Falcon shirt last there, night. There we go. Oh, so my, my wife. <laughs>
2: There you go, man. Our new defensive coordinator, Ryan Nielsen. So yeah, old habits die hard, but now he's gone from the uh, filthy Florida Lee to the dirty bird, as it were. And yeah, man, a couple guys end us up on the text line. Derek Carr, he's kind of a guy that's a little bit polarizing. Some guys feel he is what he is. What you saw with the Vegas Raiders is kind of where he's at. One step forward, one step back. But still that's I would imagine better than what the Saints have had you feel, without Sean Payton calling the shots, not the same. But anyway, that was the story today. He's back there in New Orleans. Meanwhile, we're looking to draft and add free agency and get that defense right. Hey, man, Squid Billy had some good stuff today. And uh, yeah, man, no, man, we started talking about mac and cheese. We started talking about sides and restaurants. The next thing you know, people are fired up. We talked to a dude, what's his name, was it Mike Lombardo, who joined us from, uh, and his brother Matt. They both went to dinner and they had steaks so and they had some mac and cheese on the side. So what's your favorite side at a steakhouse in Metro Atlanta? And if you want to amend that to your favorite mac and cheese, because mac and cheese is pretty much everybody's favorite side here. 404-741-0929. It's a side dish, not a side piece, but a side dish. Tonight's game.
1: I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me.
4: sound off on today's show so don't stink call now 404-741-0929 today's question
2: all right man your favorite side in a local metro atlanta steakhouse or if you want to just say mac and cheese where's your
3: favorite mac and cheese because there's plenty of those around isn't there yeah man i i think we take for granted how well, we don't because we're foodies but maybe you do because you may not realize how many great restaurants there are, and, and this is a great food town. You know, I say it all the time. It's Let me a, tell you something. It's cha-cha. a great right. food town, and mac and cheese has been taken to another level. Right. And there's a lot of places. Billy
2: and I talked about it earlier with Matt Lombardo, who was uh, covering the Super Bowl that we talked about in Phoenix. The truffle oil phenomenon, truffle oil. Tom Colicchio added a lot of mushrooms to his place, like craft Steak. and uh, Truffle oil is a bomb. Lobster mac and cheese. I was just thinking the, uh, the creamy curly mac and the smoked Gouda. At Chops.
3: Oh, very nice.
2: Which is always rock solid. Chris, you been to shops yet? Because Chris, our engineers, I have been not. Here. You know what? That might be a field trip. Get a little, get a, we know somebody, maybe get down in the club room. Good stuff. I think Good you, stuff. you'd enjoy that. All right, man, who's our first customer tonight on our game winner? Dano, hey, man. You're in the game, man. What you got?
3: Hey, hey man. Hey, man. What's going on? Congratulations, Mike Carl, Squid Billion Turtle. You guys you. are the best. Thank you.
2: Thanks, man. We're, we got top 20, uh, actually top 13 uh, talk show afternoon drive in America. Appreciate that. So what my, you got? What you got? My, favorite, my favorite side dish at the
3: Steakhouse would be Sandra Golden. Thanks, guys. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Make sure some of that gets to steak so they can play that
3: Or in heaven. Well, listen. I mean, uh, Sandra is spoken for, but I'm sure yeah. she appreciates the compliment. Right.
2: And Sandy's a sweetheart. And we love Sandra Golden.
3: Good job, though. Very funny. Hey, man, who's up next?
2: Kareem. Kareem. What's up, baby? Hey, man. Hey.
3: Hey, man. Hey, man. man. Hey, fellas. First and and foremost, big shout out to you guys. I love listening to you guys as I ride through the city and over the road on the Odyssey app. Thank you, man. uh, Wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on. What do you do? You're driving all over the place. What do you do? Man, our our Falcon trucking. Man, I got a trucking company. All right, I just got all back right. from the military, and started me a trucking company. Nice job, baby. Named my beloved Dirty Bird.
2: Okay. Nice. grow nice. cool. your Falcon needs.
3: Well, so check it, fellas. Mm-hmm. My favorite steakhouse in the city to get off topic is Kevin Rathman Steak. Right off. So the favorite side. The favorite side dish. There's got to be that can't crush his sweet potato soup plate at Ruth Chris. Oh, nice call. Yeah, man. And, and mm. again, I'm a fan. I'm a big fan of Ruth Chris, man. Dude, I am. I know I'm that, a big uh,
2: fan. And I know that uh, we used to go, you know, back in – we haven't done it in a while, but we lived in Midtown. If the Falcons won, we'd have a victory dinner. We'd go to Ruth Chris at Centennial Park. Yep. Overlooking the park, always a good spot. Can't go wrong. Who's up next? It's Gene. Hey, man, you're in the game, brother. What you got?
6: Hey, man. Hey, Hey, man. man.
5: Hey, guys. Um, Yeah, so I actually, uh, like Carl, I used to live in Texas. I lived in Houston for 12 years,
6: and I
5: know it's Metro Atlanta, so I'll go with the Longhorn. We got the crispy Brussels sprout. Yes, Mm. they're good. But saltgrass steakhouse, man, they got the Oscar topping, the fried asparagus with the lump meat thrown on top of the steak, mm. man. It's a, it's awesome. But uh, thank you all for everything you all do. Hey. Keep me going
3: while I'm on the road, going from town to town. Thank so. you, sir. Thanks, brother. Uh, Saltgrass, Mike. He took me back right. there. I, so That's a place I used to frequent as well. I right. uh, I don't think they have them here, but it's a qu- equivalent, I believe, to, to Longhorn. Okay. I know the uh, the mac and cheese, they use
2: the truffle crumbs at Rathbun's. We were just talking about that earlier, oh, Rathbun's yeah. Steak, which is pretty good. Chris, we got to take you on the, the steak tour. Not in the steak tour, but on the, the steakhouse tour. I, mean, I need to be educated on a good steak. New York prom. Yeah. Our, our good buddy Bobby Donald is not there anymore, but a great, great spot. There's there's like the steak I've got other bucket. places. But we would, if I would take you first, I would take you to Rathbun Steak. Is it a sin that I like A1? All right. First off, you're not going to dinner with us because I used to work <laughs> with a guy. I used to work with a guy. It depends on where we go. No, 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 no. Yeah, if, if we're going to Morrison's. It you can d- d- put some A one. On. we go. Yeah, please. I used to work with a guy, and I literally I was I, I took my plate, I took my glass of wine, and I went to the bar. It's oh. like, you're not at New York Prime ordering an A one. That's just you're 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 a, you're, a, you're living like an animal. Hey man, who's up next? Swede, what's your favorite side, Swede, and your favorite mac and cheese? What you got?
5: Hey man, uh, when you first started this uh, an hour or so ago, and you mentioned it, I didn't hear you mention it, it had to be Atlanta, and so. Since I'm, you know, not mobile, I don't get around here, but I will tell you, uh, my favorite, uh, one of them is an appetizer from St. Elmo's. It's their shrimp cocktail with their horseradish uh, cocktail sauce. That's a a great appetizer. But as far as the side, it's got to be cream spinach from either St. Elmo's or Lowry's Prime Rib in L.A.
2: Nice, love your show, guys. Thanks, man. Thank you. Good spot, Larry's. Yeah, man, Larry And there's that Larry's in New Orleans. You get a good surf and turf too. Good yeah. call.
3: No, listen. Mm. Uh, there are so many good places, and again, we could spend a whole show, Mike, on right. all the great places. But that's the famous one Steve Holman
2: was talking about. It's a, it's a really Amos. spicy, and there's and they're jumbo shrimp, ice cold with that horseradish sauce is unbelievable. Chris, one more. We got time. One more. Ike. Hey, man, you're in the game, buddy. What you got?
6: Hey, man. Hey, hey man. man. Hey. First-time caller, but love the show. And as far as macaroni and cheese go, all it has to do is have bacon
3: in it. Okay. Add bacon and you're good. Okay. You don't, you don't care about the different um, yeah. cheeses. Doesn't matter with the different cheeses. The cheese are good baked. A good baked macaroni and cheese. Man. Oh, baked. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. See, I think that's the secret, Mike. I think, like, when you, you do mac and cheese now, Bo and I, we were talking about this with Tailgate at Home back when – and you bake it; it just adds some extra to it. It right. really does, man.
4: Because you, you get that layer of cheese across the top of it, mm. and you also put like that cream boulet in it or whatever it's called, and it right. really make. I mean, it makes it creamy and it's mm. crispy all in one. Oh, dude!
2: Again, we take our mac and cheese very serious here in the South. Remember when Mayor Bottoms did the mac and cheese and got crushed? Yeah, Brad. Brad sent <laughs> us a tweet. He says, "Best mac and cheese in the A is Keisha Lance Bottoms." <laughs> <laughs> She got destroyed because it was bad presentation. You know, it's like when you watch a cable access show, Carl and they have, like a restaurant commercial, they don't light it properly.
3: She had a really bad angle on that, man. He looked terrible, that mac and cheese. I did she got crushed. When, I did that one time for our tailgate at home, and people were like, oh, that doesn't look good. I don't have professional lighting. You need backlighting if you're shooting food and soft lighting. Brad, stop it. All right, man, we're coming back. We'll wrap things up. We're going to hand things over to Mike Conti. He'll have the pre half and post. We'll get ready for Hawk's Sons.